This is the Simi Sarah Show On Demand. Subscribe now on iTunes. Listen to the show each weekday 10 to 2 on 980 CKNW and through the Radio Player app. Last couple of days here on the show, we have been talking about how, you know, the school year is now six weeks underway. We are right into it, but we still don't have a deal between uh, the BC Teachers Federation and the province when it comes to representing the province's teachers. And the BCTF is also warning about these hundreds of positions that remain unfilled right across our province. So we obviously wanted to talk about that side of this issue as well. So joining us now is Terry Mooring, president of the BC Teachers Federation. Thanks so much for joining us today. Thanks for having me, Simi. First off, for people who are wondering, where are we at with getting a deal with the province? So currently we're um, in a process where the employer has asked the mediator to write a report. And so both parties are um, getting their submissions together. They'll be providing those submissions to the uh, mediator and the mediator will ultimately write a report. And that's where we are. Mm-hmm. How would you classify the two sides? Far apart? Well, it's within hard, reach, it's it's hard to say, right? So, um, because oftentimes uh, positions change somewhat when you go into a process like this, so it's it's hard to say exactly where we'll be at. But uh, it's been said that money, though, is the big issue. Is that what's, what it's come down to? Well, that's not the only issue, um, but certainly, um, you know, in any labor. No negotiations, salary is always an issue. It's a particular issue in BC, of course, because we are the lowest paid teachers of all the Western provinces and the second lowest teachers nationally. Mm-hmm. And so that's been an issue in BC for some time. Um, what's happening right now, though, is that we need teachers, as you mentioned in your opening. And uh, when you have a, a very low salary and a very high cost of living, right. you aren't attracting teachers that you need to the province. Let's talk more about that issue, because when you talk about about the lack of teachers in this province. Is this not also a systemic issue? It's not just a salary issue. We've had years of not enough people just going into that occupation to take those jobs. Yeah, no, it's really true. I think uh, part of the issue, of course, is the many years of you know really tense contract negotiations with uh, the previous government. Uh, it's also uh, there were, the number of teacher um, placements in universities was also reduced by the previous government. And so we actually ha- were graduating fewer teachers as well. So when our language was restored by the courts in 2017, uh, we were already starting to see a bit of a shortage. We we were already getting um, our, our teacher placement lists were getting smaller, uh, but when our language came back, uh, it certainly sped up that process. And so now we're in a full blown crisis, I would say. Right, but that's not. I mean, that can't be fixed in two years. It sure can't. And so what the government's done is they've done a good job of adding additional spaces to those teacher education uh, programs across the province, but it's not something that is going to be fixed this year or next year. Uh, and so we're still we still have hundreds of jobs, three hundred ninety actually, uh, advertised jobs in public education um, right now, and uh, also hundreds of teachers, uncertified um, teacher replacements working in the province. And what do you mean uncertified? Does that mean that they're not qualified to be teachers in their teaching? Yeah, it means that they're not certified teachers. They haven't gone to teacher training. And in, in the past, it used to be that teachers or that folks with a degree um, could be tapped on the shoulder to fill in um, and get a letter of permission to work in a, in a district. But what we're seeing right now because of the need is that we have um, even folks that don't have degrees uh, uh, teaching under letters of permission or filling in uh, when teachers are sick. So we have hundreds of situations uh, in this province where we have un- uncertified t- uh, folks teaching. 
how long is it going to take that? Like we clearly need to graduate more teachers, but we also, and I think this is critical, need to get people interested in using and actually having this as a career. How do you do that? Yeah, we really do. And that's part of the conversation that needs to be ongoing as well. And I think a good start uh, certainly is for any particular government to, uh, you know, to show that respect to teachers. And, uh, and, do you and feel p- this government hasn't shown respect to teachers? I, oh, I do. I think, I think we're certainly in a better situation. We certainly have a government that is much more education friendly, uh, but we still don't have a deal, unfortunately. And so, um, you you know, these things don't get turned around overnight. We certainly understand that. But the other part of it is we're also not attracting teachers from other jurisdictions, even though we know, you know, that there could be layoffs in uh, Ontario. Highly unlikely those teachers are going to come all the way over to BC, you know, given our situation, given our low wage, especially. But what about in other parts of the province? Not every place is ex- as expensive as, say, Metro Vancouver. It isn't. Um, and so what we're seeing, though, um, across Canada, actually, is a, is, is a teacher shortage in most areas. And most provinces have somewhat of a teacher shortage. Um, However, you know, every other province is better paid than BC except Quebec. And so if you're going to, you know, be a teacher that moves around the country, you're probably not going to come to Vancouver. But it's hard to attract other teachers to come here when there's not enough teachers already in those jurisdictions. It is. So it's not just a BC problem. It's more severe in BC. But we're starting to see, um, you know, a lack of teachers in, in many jurisdictions is so true. Is there a particular area that teachers are needed in? You said there's 399 or 400 mm-hmm. or so positions that are available. Is it elementary? Is it high school? Like, what is it? It really runs the gamut at this point. Um, so a few years, it was mainly French immersion teachers and specialty teachers, right. school psychologists, counselors, though, you know, teacher librarians, those sorts of teachers. But now, you know, we're talking about uh, in Surrey, a grade two, uh, a straight grade two class that was advertised a, a couple weeks ago, and not one uh, teacher applied. Uh, so that's in a very large district. And so uh, we're seeing, you know, we, we need grade five teachers, you know, high school teachers. It's not just specialty teachers anymore. Right. I would have thought grade two teacher, that's that's gravy. That's like, isn't that the job, the elementary school teacher that there people want? There was a time when uh, straight uh, primary grade in particular was very sought after. But I think that just, exempl- it's just one example, but it kind of exemplifies the depth of the issues that we're dealing with. And do you think, has, has it settled down now? I know that Terry, in the first couple of years with all of the applicate, like all the postings that went up, you had teachers leaving districts because they wanted to teach in their district where they lived. Has that settled down now? It really has. And and so what happened when those jobs were first uh, advertised and, you know, a whole influx of teachers came into the system, it was a really good opportunity for teachers that haven't been able to move around to make movements, to be able to work closer to where they lived, to maybe even move to a different jurisdiction in BC. And that really did happen. But we're not seeing that as much anymore. Anymore. We're just having a really hard time in Metro Vancouver and um, in the Lower Mainland. It's it's not enough teacher replacements for teachers when they're ill or, or have to be away. Um, so we're still seeing districts relying on specialty specialist teachers. So your teacher librarian, your school counselor, uh, your learning support teacher to be pulled into classrooms when those uh, vacancies happen. The what ha- what the consequence of that is though is that students that might need counseling, that need learning support, uh, that sort of thing, you know, have their education denied for that time right. or have those services denied to them, and that's not that's not that's not okay. 
And so, um, you know, what we really need to do is really work on attracting teachers uh, to BC, but also to rural and remote remote parts of BC, because that's where we see the most of the uncertified teacher replacements working. I also feel like we need to offer that up as an option, perhaps, to more people in high school and in universities to yeah. think about teaching. Absolutely. And what we're actually starting to see in universities is uh, people are like, they are well subscribed to those programs. So we're seeing a, a much many more students um, applying to those programs. And so that's good. But again, those teachers that are entering the system today in universities aren't going to be available for a number of years. No kidding. All right. What is your message today, Terry, then to parents out there who are concerned about this, who do see those and feel those shortages for their kids in their classrooms? Yeah. So I think it's a matter of uh, talking to uh, the district administration about the concerns that, te- that parents have, also talking to their MLAs. Um, in 2017, the BCTF, along with the other education stakeholders, worked with the government on a task force on recruitment and retention. And um, what's been implemented out of those recommendations is additional teacher spaces in universities. But mm-hmm. there's lots of other uh, recommendations in that report that have not been implemented. So we've been calling on government um, since 2017 to implement them, and it still hasn't happened. And what kind of things are we talking about? So we're talking about things that are available in other in health, for example. One is um, uh, loan forgiveness. And so if, if you're a nurse and you want to work in Dawson Creek, for example, your loans are forgiven, uh, your student loans are forgiven over a number of years. This used to be a program that was in place in rural and remote parts of BC. It was stopped a number of years ago under the Liberal government. It needs to be brought back. And that would be something very simple to do. But also housing supports, um, especially in smaller communities where there there's just a lack of housing right. available. And so there there are a number of different recommendations within that report that would really help, especially with the rural and remote areas. In the metro areas, however, it really is a matter of economics. It really is a matter of, um, you know, we need an right. increase in salary in order to attract people. Terry, thank you very much for your time. Thank you very much. That's Terry Mooring, president of the BC Teachers Federation.